Welcome to Hunger Talks, a podcast by Hunger Walkathon West Crop Walk. I'm your host, Marty Calcimiro. Today, we're joined by Maurice Bloom, Executive Vice President, Maine Representative at UN Headquarters for Church World Service. Church World Service is a world leader in advocacy for many people around the world. Whether it is hunger, poverty, or immigration, CWS is at the forefront of these issues and efforts. Your title is Executive Vice President. Maurice, can you tell me more about your position at Church World Service? Of course, uh, Marty. I mean, first of all, you know, thanks for, for having me. I'm, I'm really uh, humbled and honored that I'm you know, your guest for this uh, today's episode. Um, indeed, I work for Church World Service. I'm the Executive Vice President. Although, uh, Marty, according to my children, I check emails and I drink coffee. So uh, that's about me. <laughs> so you're multitasking. So I know that the 100-mile hunger walk has been awarded the 2020 Pioneers and SDGs Changemaker Award by the Journalist and Writer Foundation at uh, the United Nations General Assembly. The Pioneers and SDGs Award pay tribute to outstanding individuals and organizations who contributed to sustainable peace and development while promoting and protecting the culture of peace, diversity, inclusive society, human rights, women and youth empowerment at the local, national and global levels. What programs are you specifically involved in that forum? Yeah, um, Marty, I... I, uh, you know, when we received that award, I would like to say a couple of words about that. We were really aesthetic because, um, you know, that we were granted an award that considered us as a pioneer in the sustainable development goals. Um, yeah, was was really a, a huge honor. And 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 what I would like to do, if you permit me, is to tell your listeners a little bit about the sustainable uh, development goals because I I think that's kind of essential. Um, maybe some of, of your listeners know, but I would like to remind them uh, then again. So um, the Sustainable Development Goals are a blue, blueprint to achieve a better and more sustainable world for all. So in 2015, uh, almost you know all uh, UN member states, they would, uh, you know, that they would all go for 17 goals they ad- adopted. Goals that uh, were dealing with ending hunger, ending poverty, looking at inequality, climate change, etc. And you know, since then, a lot has been done by the different countries, but we still have much more to do. Um, so one one important uh, aspect of of the sustainable development goals is that people know about it. And I, I still think there a lot of work needs to be done. So to talk about it, to make people aware in all countries. So uh, when we were awarded with that award, I was really thankful that we were seen as, and it was the particular 100-mile hunger walk uh, activity, that it was seen as an attempt to spread the news, to make people aware about um, that we committed ourselves as a world to end hunger and end poverty. And it's also something that we can only do when we uh, really work uh, together. So, yeah, that, that's just one thing. Um, the other part, I'm, I'm uh, ex- uh, kind of thinking that uh, you were asking me, okay, what type of work do you do at the UN? What is it, uh, you know, that you put emphasis on? And so for, for my organization, as you know, that's definitely ending hunger and poverty. And then specifically targeting the people that are on the move. We are, if, um, if we look at, an, you know, globally, close to 80 million people are uh, displaced. And very often 
you know, nobody really takes care of them. So even if you think about the sustainable development goals, the different countries are making plans to try to achieve those goals, but they often forget about the people that are displaced in their countries. So internally displaced people, but also people that have moved from one country to another because of you know climate change, because of violence, because it's not was not safe enough anymore to stay where they were. So yeah, what I try to do is in the different fora at, at the UN, um, you know, to try to create platforms so that people that have these issues and, and challenges that their voice is heard, and if they if we cannot bring them uh, themselves to to the you know to New York, uh, then we try to speak uh, on behalf of them. So that's kind of in a, in a in a nutshell, Marty, what we try to do. Thank you, Maurice. We met several years ago while you were doing your 100-mile walk. It is a walk you do each year. And throughout my life, I've often used the phrase, a journey of a 1,000 miles begins with the first step. Next year, you will reach that 1,000 miles journey. What have you learned in the past nine years doing this? Yeah. And, and you know, thanks for, for, for lifting that up. And it was such a pleasure when, when we... Uh, uh, walked a couple of years uh, ago together, but actually, uh, Marty, I have, I will have walked m- uh, much more than uh, you know a thousand miles because um, s- after a couple of years we developed an app, and I I know that you're familiar with that, and through the app you can also uh, lock the miles that you would walk on a normal day, you know by when you walk to your car, even it, you know, uh, a lot of smartphones have the ability to measure the steps that you make and, and convert it into miles. We have developed an app where you can then lock those miles and you get points for the miles that you walk. And those points can be used to redeem awards. And those awards are, you know, that you support, for example, home gardens in Timor-Leste or water sources in, in uh, Guatemala. So, yeah, I, I've, I've walked like with with uh, many people many more uh, miles. Our goal is to reach six hundred ninety thousand miles before twenty thirty. And why we took that number, uh, Marty, of six hundred ninety? Because there are six hundred ninety million people that are hungry all over the world. So by when I talk about you know the app and my walking, I continuously remind us that there are still too many people that are hungry out there. But together. Uh, you know, we can solve this. So going back to your question, what have you learned in those, uh, you know, in those nine years of walking? Well, first of all, I've met a lot of people, as you know, within the US as well as in Indonesia, because that's where I walked. Um, I would say maybe I learned uh, three things and, or, or you know, and, and certain things were affirmed. First of all, that people are generous and are in essence really good. So uh, probably many of your listeners have read the book, The Lord of the Flies, but that was a fiction book. A fellow countryman uh, of me, um, historian Rutger Bergman, or Rutger Bergman in my own language, uh, he wrote a book called Humankind. And basically he described a real life group of children who stranded on an island and showing that their uh, camaraderie and collaboration made that they survived. So that, that's the opposite of what happened in The Lord of the Flies. So I really have learned, I saw it affirmed that human beings are essentially good people. Although 
that might be difficult at times when we read our newspapers and, and watch the news. Second, what I've learned is I think Gandhi was right. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yes, we need systematic changes, you know, in our economic system, social, political, but we can as an individual uh, make changes as well. We should not underestimate uh, the power of one. I have seen, you know, by walking in different communities inside of this country and outside of the country is that people are enormously resilient and, and uh, you know, are uh, often examples for their fellow community members, which helps them to, to solve uh, problems. You know, a good example is your own walk, the, the Hunger Walkathon West, where, where uh, you together uh, have made an enormous difference locally as well as globally. So um, a lot to be thankful for. The last thing that I would like to mention is that I am really hopeful um, because if you look at the younger generation, they are tremendously intelligent and smart, passionate, driven, and they know that we need to act now to save this world. Well, I couldn't agree more, Maurice. And just before, I f so I don't forget, I will put a link to your app, which mm -hmm. I use. So I've contributed to those miles. Great. Maurice, you have a successful podcast called Walk, Talk, Listen. Mm -hmm. I listen to it regularly, and there are about 40 episodes thus far. It is an outcome of your 100 miles a year journey. Please tell us about some of your guests and the impact they made on you and the work that they do. Yeah, well, you know, um, Marty, we started, I think, last year, right, during the COVID, uh, when the COVID star uh, crisis started, and and because I, I, you know, I was planning to to walk in in Utah, uh, but I was not able to go there. And then I thought, okay, but you know, how can I? What I really enjoyed about those uh, hundred uh, mile walks is what that I was sometimes accompanied by others, and we would talk about life very often about. Uh, you know, what drives you in life? What do you think we are on earth? So, you know, spiritual, deep discussions. Um, then I thought, oh, you know, we are all on Zoom and, and why don't I have virtual walks then? So that's how the podcast started. And I don't want to, to get stuck in, in cliches, but um, really, I, I can't choose, <laughs> Marty. <laughs> I think they all... They all contributed in tremendous way in their in their own way and matter matter. And you know, I've, I've, I'm speaking with young and old people, religious and non-religious people, NGO workers, singers, journalists. They all, I, I think, in essence, they try to make this world a little bit better, step by step. Some via humanitarian work, other by arts, journalism, others because of their faith, and and they and they uh, show their willingness to to, uh, to be of service to to others so um yeah i'm 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 amazed uh, marty that i've been able to continuously find people that are willing to to speak with me and and to share their views and, and experience yeah sorry i i don't want to pick one um I, I would I would pick my whole team, all the whole p team of guests, um, and and maybe if you allow me, I would like to you know pitch something else. And and because what I started is um, a team called Walk Talk Listen uh, that is going to do the Ration Challenge this year. The Ration Challenge is a, is an effort of my organization that my organization is part of, where if you sign up, you're asked to eat the same rations as a, a Syrian refugee. Uh, is doing while living in a camp in Jordan. 
by doing that, going through that experience, and I will do this for the second time, it's really a deep, deep uh, experience where you realize that, you know, the the circumstances that people on the move, refugees and, and other displaced, uh, have to live under very difficult circumstances. Yes, as a world, we went through a difficult time, are going through a difficult time with because of COVID, but these refugees, you know, some of them are living in these camps for 10 to 15 years. So I established, a, you know, a, a team that is going to do uh, the ration challenge. And it would be awesome if your listeners or some of your listeners would check it out by going to rationchallengeusa.org slash listen. And then you see the the page uh, of the team who's going to do, you know, in um, going to eat the same rations as a Syrian refugee is doing, um, who lives in a camp in Jordan for a week. I myself will do it from June 1 to uh, June 8. Thank you, Maurice. (laughs) And just to be clear, I will put the link in our show notes and a link to your podcast as well. Great. Thank you so much. So, Maurice, I I know how dedicated you are to all these subjects. Mm. And while you spend so much of your time on issues of (laughs) hunger, poverty, and human rights, how do you spend your downtime on hobbies or other endeavors? Making podcasts like you, uh, Marty. Um, I I really started doing this. I'm really enjoying it. And, and, you know, you and I have had discussions about how can you make the best podcast? You know, how can you ensure that you have good audio and sound? Um, But I'm also, um, I like walking actually in my downtime as well. So it really helps. So I, I try to combine, you know, yeah, all these different things. And and then I, I like making music. So so um, I started picking up the, taking up the ukulele when uh, when the COVID uh, crisis started. I'm originally uh, a drummer, uh, so I still do that as well. But you need to pick times that are, you know, then you're, <laughs> you're not disturbing the neighbors. So a ukulele is easier. So I, I uh, definitely music is a very important part of, of my life, uh, as well as reading, you know, uh, c- uh, good books. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, you'll let us know when your first album comes out. <laughs> yeah, I wish. But uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows, Marty? You should never give up dreaming, never right? Never say never. Yeah, should, should, you know, we all need to continue to to dream. Yeah, th- you know, life life offers a lot of uh, beauty and, and, and joy, despite, uh, you know, maybe a, a lot of pain and, and sorrow that especially the last year we have experienced, but, but I really would like to, uh, you know, my last or, you know, message to your listeners is, you know, stay, stay positive, try to see the glass half full. Um, yeah. Life is, is beautiful. I, I totally agree. And I, I think what <clears throat> inspires me about you and what you do and the people that walk on our hunger walk, uh, which we just concluded and we've raised about $86,000 thus far. Wow. We're still counting. And last year was your highest year ever, right? So, yes, so, uh, uh, yes, it was. But, but the, the point I would like to make and that you've made is that people make the difference. And in fact, they can be the big difference in impacting other people that we live on this planet with. Absolutely. And so I'm so, so happy and proud of my neighbors uh, whether it be next door or next state or in the Americas, as well as what Church World Service does in programs around the world. It really is a global effort, and I'm so 
glad to be part of it and to hear your story, Maurice. So with that, I'll say thank you for joining Hunger Talks. And I wish you another successful podcast whenever that drops, what, weekly or? Weekly. And, and actually, I'm, I'm working also on another one that will go out, another storyline, which go, I don't know exactly when it will start, but it will be about Church World Service 75 years. So I, I would say, you know, stay tuned to that. I will, I've had talks already with, you know, former CEO presidents of the organization, supporters. Uh, actually, I've interviewed you. So, so an interview with you is also coming up. So, uh, um, yeah, that has been uh, really marvelous to hear the different stories, you know, both from within the U.S. as from outside of the U.S., from staff as well as supporters. Um, incredible. Well, thank you again, Maurice. It's been a pleasure to talk to you today. And I wish you continued success in all of the things that you do for for people around the so world. Thank you so much, Martin. So yeah, and, and thanks for what you do. And thank you once again to Maurice Bloom for joining us today on Hunger Talks, a podcast of Hunger Walkathon West Crop Walk. Please be sure to check out the show notes for many links that were mentioned in the podcast today. Thank you, and we'll be back soon.